Hey everyone, we are live and we are together, eight o'clock Eastern time, live, extremely live and streaming exclusively, and maybe even extremely in the <laughs> Teach Better private Facebook group. This is Brad Hughes together with Brianne Fennell and our special guest Maurice F. Martin here in the Sunday weekly warm-up space. Wherever you're joining us from, feel free to pop your name and a hello in the comments. Let us know who you are where you're joining us from, and make sure you hit us up with all of your questions, your observations, your connections, as we all get ready for a fantastic week ahead here in the Sunday Weekly Warm-Up. We'll be right back. Everyone, you're with the Teach Better team streaming exclusively in our private Facebook group. This is the Sunday weekly warm up. I am Brad Hughes, and uh, my co host Ray Hewart is on assignment this week. Actually, she's jetting off or just maybe just landing in sunny LA, California to do some amazing work for and with the Teach Better team. So, my co host tonight, another special guest and a good friend, is Brianne Fennell. Welcome, Brianne. Thanks, Brad. Always good to be with you. Great to be with you. And our special guest tonight is Maurice Martin. Maurice, welcome into the Sunday Weekly Warm Up Space with us. I am excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to dive into conversation. A couple of reminders. If you're joining us live, make sure you say hi in the comments. Make sure you hit us up with what's coming up for you. What connections you're making as we talk education, as we talk, you know, living life as an educator with Bree and with Maurice. Let us know where you are, where you're joining us from, and maybe you're joining us a little bit later this week because we do take this recording and we stream it as an episode of the Teach Better Talk podcast, as well as we share it out to all of our socials. So whether you're joining us live or later, make sure you let us know and engage with us in the comments. We love to hear and see that you're here, just like Brian. Brian's joining us from the great state of Washington. And welcome, we have a couple of other guests and a reminder that if you're joining us live in our Facebook group, you need to grant StreamYard permission to use your name and location so we know who you are and where you are. You can do that at StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Once you grant permission to Facebook, we can see and see who you are. Brianne, tell us a little bit about how th life is like for you in Ohio. What, what's your family up to this weekend? Uh, what's going on? Well... We actually had these big fluffy snowflakes today, and I was so actually so surprised to see them. But my family's doing well. Lucas had basketball, um, did some math with Max, and really just had a good family weekend catching up on some projects and things. How about no, you? It, it's been a great weekend, uh, just like you, catching up on projects. Uh, it's been a a busy weekend here in the shop and a busy weekend uh, getting ready for a great weekend education ahead, uh, recruiting and interviewing for a job position at our school uh, tomorrow, uh, as well as diving into some professional learning with a great uh, fourth and sixth grade teachers uh, in mathematics. Lots of amazing things going on. And here in Ontario, it is report card season. We're gearing up for our first term reports to go home in mid-February. So I know that all of the educators that I work with and many across Ontario are really putting in the hours to make sure that the reporting is on point, 
capturing the wonderful things that kids are doing, learning and achieving, and also setting goals for the coming term. And Maurice, like Brianne, you're also in Ohio. Can you can you tell us where you are? Tell us a little bit about yourself for those that haven't met you yet. Sure. Well, first of all, um, since I'm in Ohio, it means I'm cold uh, today, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Uh, but I am uh, I am a, a coach, a speaker, uh, and I specifically am a part of the Teach Better uh, Speakers Network. I help teachers like yourselves and educators uh, to overcome burnout, to overcome limiting beliefs, to get past imposter syndrome, and to just make the most of living the dream that you've worked so hard to get yourself into. So uh, I'm excited to be with you guys tonight uh, to inspire some people and to just uh, let's just have some good conversation. We're going to have a great conversation. Janelle is joining us. Welcome in, Janelle. And remember, if you're just joining us now, we're here with Bree and Maurice. We'd love to know what's on your mind as you join us live here in the comments, or maybe you're listening later, we just want to stay engaged with you and send us your questions. And Maurice, your, your passion is helping educators do feel and be their best. And, and you hit a, a, you hit a number of the key things that educators are concerned about right now. That's longevity in the profession. That's uh, finding the passion and excitement for doing what we do, uh, staying focused and staying present, but also avoiding burnout. And it, and Bria, I'm wondering too, what's coming up for you in Ohio? Do those uh, topics resonate with you and your staff members? Absolutely. We we just finished um, our report card season. And then January for us has been, you know, snow days, ice days, lots of different um, calamity days. And so it's kind of interesting um, to have those days off, but then like feel these like you want to be there with your students and you feel like this urge that you need to catch up on all the things that you miss. So it's like, okay, I'm going to put all of this into one day of this whole week's worth of things. And we all know that's just, that's not practical and it's not good for teachers or for your students. And so I feel like not everybody, you know, has those days, um, those days off. So it's interesting to kind of be in a place where you do have, you know, snow and ice and those types of things. And as always, you know, our district is um, looking out for the safety of their staff and students. And so I don't know, how do you feel about that, Maurice? Like having those days off where you feel like you have to catch up, but you're also feeling like you need to take some time and and enjoy those days as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I always tell people the greatest thing that you can do is take life one day at a time and live that day, right? So winning today has one formula and the strategy to win tomorrow will be different. So if you wake up one day and you find out, you know, we're not going in, we're not serving the people, not serving our students in the way we're used to, the question is then who am I supposed to serve today? And there is an answer. Sometimes it means you need to serve your family. It's going to be a family day and you need to really lock in and be present with those that you love. Sometimes your kid actually has something to do or your partner has something to do. Okay, then you need to serve you. You need to you need to get caught up. You need to rest. You need to, to do some of the read the book you promised yourself you'd read or or write the book you promised yourself you'd write. Right. You need to do the thing to move in the right direction. I think where we get stuck is that we don't allow ourselves to be adaptable to the new day that we have in front of us. If you just allow yourself to enjoy the day you get, then when you get back to school, you'll be that much more fresh. 
that much more present, mm -hmm. that much more excited and aware? What would it look like if on the day when you had your calamity day, you actually did something for you to recharge the battery? That's not a bad thing. And I think that we, we allow expectations or pressures to, to build up in us that, that I don't really think are that necessary. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. We are so lucky, Brad, to have him on our show today. He's just I'm so thrilled cool because yeah, as, as we uh, take a look at the reason for uh, this program and get, getting together in the space, it, it's all about setting each other up for success for the week ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to talk about the Sunday scaries and now we're trying to shift our focus to the opportunities that lie ahead. And when you were talking about all of the things, the sense that educators and let's face it, anyone in any walk of life feels busy, busy, busy. There's never enough time. The inbox is never empty. You know, Maurice, how, how do we as educators and, and how does we as you know, family members, uh, partners, uh, siblings and, and community members, how do we begin just shift that mindset from we have to, to we get to? Well, I think that it, it starts with asking yourself, what do I want to feel and what do I want to experience there? You know, this is a great time to do it, to sit down and actually pencil and paper. What would I like to feel this year? Uh, what do I want to experience with my children? What do I want to experience with my spouse, with my partners, with my loved ones? And then what are the personal achievements and developments I'd like to have? Here's the hard thing. We have a tendency to not define where we're going than to beat ourselves up when we don't arrive. Uh, I'll say I'll say that again because somebody else probably needs to hear it, right? We have a tendency to not define where we're going and then to beat ourselves up when we don't arrive. So the greatest thing you can do is ask yourself, what do I really want to experience this year? And then that way what it does is from day to day – it helps you to calibrate. Well, I said I wanted to be healthier or I said I wanted to smile more or to experience and enjoy my day. Do I have a plan for that today? Do, do I have a way of approaching that when there is an, an audible called on my day? Are there steps that I can take to move in the directions of what I say I really want to experience? Writing your vision and making it plain can really make your life come together in a great way. Brianne and Maurice, uh, we're just going to take a quick break. And after our break, we're going to shift from the theoretical to the practical. We're going to take this wonderful opportunity to face our day, face our week with positivity. And Maurice and Brianne, we're going to dig into some Sunday strategies right after this break. Hey, Teach Better family, you're with Brad Hughes, Brianne Fennell, and our special guest, Maurice F. Martin, here in the Sunday weekly warm-up space, streaming exclusively in our Teach Better private Facebook group, and available later this week on all of the socials, as well as an episode of the Teach Better Talk podcast. Brianne and Maurice, I want to take a second to uh, highlight some of Maurice's uh, website here. There is a uh, 
on the screen, Maurice F. Martin, author, speaker, coach. Uh, so much that you have to offer, Maurice, both to individuals and to groups. And as you take a look at the week ahead, can you pinpoint something that you're looking forward to and, and how, to, how you're going to be helping an individual or a group move forward with positivity and hope in their week ahead? Sure, absolutely. Well, I think it's a it's an everyday thing for me. So uh, this week, I'm actually not speaking anywhere anywhere live. But the cool thing I have coming up is that I'm I'm working with actually a couple different groups right now. Uh, I've been putting together a couple new presentations to actually start launching out to some different individuals. I actually just brought some some new team members on to my company as well. So um, one thing that I that I've been telling people is if you maybe you need someone to come and speak at your school or speak at your organization either for your educators because either they're still burned out from last semester or you know when the heavy season comes up in this semester or in this quarter this is a great time to sit down and calibrate with your team setting up goals for your team about how you win and how you come together not just to accomplish things for your for your teachers but how you find more happiness and more joy and more contentment within your staff. It starts within, but ultimately it then flows out to the students that you serve. And so however I can help people, that's what I want to do. But I'm working on that this week every day. So uh, hit me up. I'm here to help. Brianne, when you think about happiness and well-being for yourself as an educator, but also amongst your team members uh, at your school, is it something that happens intentionally? Is it something that happens kind of by accident and organically like what what steps are, are you and colleagues taking at your work site uh, to protect happiness health and well-being well i think there are a group of us that go to crossfit every morning at 4 30 a.m and Woo! we get that workout in and get those endorphins going right off the bat and so i feel like that and all there's so many other teachers that have different avenues whether it's walking um yoga there's, there's so much to movement and play, Brad, as you know, that is my, that is my passion. And so a pickleball has been another one that is, that has been huge um, in our area. We have pickleball courts. And so whether it is, you know, doing some yoga or some stretching or just giving yourself that time and space to really move and be energized, I feel like really helps me protect that time and space for me because I know that it's going to make me feel good later on so I can be the best for my students. Maurice, do you take advantage of the so-called golden hour or are you uh, resting in bed at the five to six o'clock hour when Brienne is at the CrossFit gym? Oh, that's that's been sleeping in for me lately. I yeah. won't tell you. I won't tell you what time I've been waking up lately. Uh, and so, no, I I get up nice and early. And I'm I'm a person who I've I've learned from me. If I don't take the time to start off just like slow and quiet and getting this right, my entire day time tends to spiral out of control. And since I'm a person who goes into places to tell people how to get your life together, I have to make sure I get my life together first, <laughs> right? So yeah, no, those that golden hour for me is really critical. Uh, I do want to get back to the exercise in the morning, though, because that was something that was good for me. But yeah, no, I'm up way too early. I was up uh, two days ago at like 2.30 in the morning, and I was like, okay, this is, I'm pushing it a little bit now. This is, this is disgusting. This is... <laughs> This is not, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> Just a minute ago, you were talking about, you know, the change beginning within so that you can engender change from without. Like I think of mm -hmm. Brienne's journey uh, with, with your partner as well, Brie, in the CrossFit gym, you know, taking care of yourself so that you 
have that sense of, you know, goal setting, that sense of accomplishment, even for a small reason, and you have the capacity to, to give yourself more to others. Maurice, is that part of the work that you do is helping people to really find what lights them up from the inside out so that they can share that light with others? Absolutely. I, I call, I'm a transformational coach, right? And so here's the question. What does it take for a person to transform their life from where they are today to where ultimately they want to be? Well, the answer is it takes place within your mindset. One of the things that I know about any of the teachers who are watching today is that a great teacher has principles and values and they stand for something. But sometimes it's easy for us to take those principles and values, use them to help others but not apply them to ourselves. Mm. And so we tell the students, listen, you can do everything and you can have the greatest life and you can overcome stuff. And then somebody says, well, work on so-and-so. You go, no, I can't overcome that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it starts with saying, listen, wh whatever we're talking about, it could be your physical health. It could be your emotional health. It could just be something entrepreneurial where you say, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to get out there and teach other people the methods that I have. I want to inspire other teachers or other educators or other administrators. It's, it's understanding you have the ability to do it, but it takes choice and strategy and healthy daily habits. Bree, when you think about strategy, choice, and daily habits, and you're thinking it's Sunday night, uh, you're getting ready for your Monday, no matter what important role in education you play, what small shift can you think of either for yourself or would you recommend those, those watching and listening accomplish for themselves as they take a look at the week ahead? I think for myself, um, I kind of over plan um, on Sundays. I do a lot of work for Teach Better. I make sure laundry's done. Like I over plan and prepare so that during the week when I know I'm going to be really pressed for time, that I know that I have taken care of a lot of things, you know, when I had that time and space, whether it was meal prepping, um, just making sure that I have the things in place and also that my family and my children do as well. So making sure they have, you know, their plan for the week, whether it's what their outfits are going to be, or they know they have a test coming up. And so I really feel like this is the day where I really can get my mind and heart in the right place so that when I have to tackle those big stressful things during the week, I feel like I've set myself up for success. Bree and Maurice, I'm hoping that those that are watching us live right now can just pop in the comments a way that you get yourself geared up positively for the week ahead, focusing on what you need to do for yourself, for your emotional state, for your health and well-being, for your mindset. Uh, it could be a mantra. It could be a post-it note on your bathroom counter, on bathroom mirror. Uh, it could be uh, inspirational posters or uh, the love and support of a friend, colleague, or uh, or partner. Uh, hit us up in the comments and let us know how you are preparing yourself positively for the week ahead. And Maurice, in your work and also in your work in your podcast, uh, I know that uh, that message of hope and inspiring hope is key for you. Can you elaborate on that for us a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, I, I loved the answer that, that she just gave because she talked about paying attention to your head and your heart. Can we be honest that when we're when we're service related and that's what most of us do, right? We're always serving others. Sometimes we take our head and our heart and we put it on the back burner and we say, as long as the people I'm serving are OK, then then I'll be fine. Well, let's be honest. That's not true. 
Here's what's actually true. And I, this is going to be a difficult truth for someone to, to hear and to face, but it'll help you. Sometimes we tell teachers, listen, what I don't want you to do is to get empty and pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is there is no empty cup. What there is, is sometimes a cup full of the wrong things. So you get full of animosity or full of frustration or full of angst, right? You get full of grief or full of just, just, I don't have any more in, right? (laughs) And so when you get full of the wrong things, then accidentally you start to pour some of it out on the people, places, and things you love most. What hope does is hope restores and refills your cup with positivity. It reminds you of why you started. It reminds you of what really matters most. Hope is the look in that child's eye when the spark comes and hits them and they go, oh my gosh, I can do this. Hope is when you sit down for the parent-teacher conference and the, and the, the parent looks at little Johnny and goes, oh my God, little Johnny, you have been doing it. You did get over the hump. Sometimes hope is when you look at your fellow teacher, your fellow administrator that you spoke life into when they were in a rough place and they get over the other side and now they have their big victory and you get to high five and you get to enjoy a a moment together. That is, is the thing that we all live for. Those are the reminders of why we do what we do. And it's what gets us in, gets us in and through the next journey that we have to face. Wow. So, so good. Brianne, what's coming up for you as you hear Maurice just drop some knowledge there? I know. I feel like that word hope, that would be a good one to put on the bathroom mirror, sticky note. I just think that remembering that no matter what is going on at the moment, um, some, you know, hard things or, you know, a struggle that if, if you have hope, then you can, you can get through it. And sometimes you can't just get through it by yourself. And I feel like having the team is something that really resonates with me. It's, you know, it's a place where I work, but it's also a lot of friends and a lot of support. And so I feel like, I feel like the green hearts, I feel like the hope that's what stuck with me. 100%. And, and Maurice, your comments too, about uh, that service mindset that, that often sets everyone's needs at the forefront except for our own really resonates with me as well and that Mm. has been part of my transformation as an individual you know as a a parent and partner but also as an educator uh, Mm. in the past calendar year is shifting my understanding or awareness of what it means to serve uh, to remind myself that that serving myself and serving my needs and my best interests is key to it's foundational to being able to serve others and so I, I, Mm. i i'm really excited by that message and uh, I'm excited that uh, you're continuing to share that message out. You know, educators are carers, they're givers, they're servers, they're contributors. They they do so much beyond the classroom and all of the. I think of all of the inner work and the the the, the inner energy that that we pour into uh, our educational lives. I'm I'm just so grateful that uh, you're doing the work that you're doing. Mm, thank you so much. I. I it, maybe somebody heard those words too, and they kind of cringed, right? And I always tell people, lean into the cringeworthy moments. Oh. What I mean by that, right? I, I've been, um, I've been getting some mentoring, and and what the mentor said was, he said, "You come to me because there's a way that I think that's different than how you think, and for you to get to where you're trying to get will require something new, something different, and possibly something uncomfortable." 
So sometimes people here take care of yourself, look after yourself, watch after yourself. And they go, uh, uh-uh, that's that's counter to everything I know. Well, we're not saying abandon everyone else. We're saying take care of you so that you can take care of those that you love so much better. And in a way that doesn't leave you empty at the end of the day. I think that's the key. Brianne and uh, Maurice, we're just going to take a quick break and it's going to be time for our Sunday Sparks. And I'm going to come back and ask you and our viewers, what's sparking your curiosity, your energy, and your hope for the week ahead. Be right back. Hey, Teach Better family, you're with Maurice F. Martin, Brianne Fennell, and Brad Hughes here in the Teach Better Sunday weekly warm-up space, streaming exclusively in the Teach Better private Facebook group. Maybe you're joining us later on one of the socials. We restream and rebroadcast this live episode, and we also magically turn it into an episode of the Teach Better Talk podcast. Brianne, I think you've got a supercomputer down there somewhere that turns all of this media into various other things that just spread into the good Teach Better love all over the place. You're right. Whenever I signed on, Brad actually passed it through the screen. And now I have this magic thing that just, it just turns it all into episodes for you all to listen to. <laughs> and Maurice, we've got uh, Dustin in the comments who did a spit take seeing the name of your coaching academy. He thinks it's just brilliant. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about your coaching academy? Let our viewers and listeners know a little bit more about uh, that aspect of your work. Absolutely. It's called the Your Butt is Too Big Coaching Academy, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and it speaks to what, what are called limiting beliefs. Everyone has these parts of our mind where we say, Man, I, I would be working on that butt. I, I would have already pursued this, but you got to understand. And so what we try to explore is maybe the things from your past, the, the disappointments, the painful moments that have, ki- have kept you and are keeping you from ultimately pursuing the things that you truly want to pursue. So I do, I do a lot of courses and, and workshops on mindset and just shifting the culture of, of you first so that you can shift the culture of those that you serve. Bree, what kind of a shift are you looking ahead, uh, even as soon as tomorrow morning, as you uh, greet your students, uh, greet your staff members? What kind of shift, what kind of spark are you looking forward to as you uh, face your Monday? Well, I think something that Marie said really resonated with me just at that moment about like seeking mentorship of for people with people that think differently than you or people that are from different places than you are. Um, even if it's, you know, a different geographical location. Um, and tomorrow we are actually meeting with the Becky Schnexter. Schnexter? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is actually going to be broadcasting with my students about her trip to Antarctica. And so I feel always inspired by teachers who take their practice and they go into a place where they've never been before and they really have explored that. And then to take that idea and bring it to my students, um, I feel like that's just kind of spreading everybody's spark. It's really making me excited to go to school tomorrow because I know that they're going to have this experience um, thanks to Becky that they wouldn't otherwise. Um, And it's all connected to 
you know, reading uh, really good literature and studying science. And I just really feel like if you can bring those voices, just like we're bringing Maurice here today for our viewers, it just really expands our mindset. For those who are watching us right now, we'd love if you popped in the comments something that's sparking your excitement, your curiosity, your passion, your energy as you head into the week ahead. It could be a personal spark, something you're looking forward to just for you, you know, the people, places and, and things that mean the most to you. But it could also be on behalf of the kids that you serve. And Maurice, as you, as you look forward to your week ahead and tell us a little bit about what's sparking your interest, curiosity, what's sparking your passion. Sure. Let me tell you what I've been excited about lately. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've really been doing this deep dive into imposter syndrome. I, ah. as I sit down and I ask people, you know, what, what's, what's paining you? What is your team struggling with? What's happening? I just keep hearing the phrase imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. And so I was thinking about my own journey and here's the spark that hit me. Mm -hmm. How many times in my life have I thought I just need to fake it until I make it right. Fake it till you make it is so famous and so popular and everybody talks about it. And here's the revelation that I had that sparked so much work inside of me recently. Whatever you practice, you perfect. So if you're always practicing being fake, what will you feel when you make it? You'll feel fake. So there is your imposter syndrome. There it is. That's the formula for it. You can't fake it till you make it and then find yourself on the other side. So I've been really doing a deep dive into how do I help administrators and educators get to a point of believing it until you achieve it instead of faking it till you make it, right? Uh -huh. How do you practice healthy mindsets and healthy belief systems so when you reach that goal, you're like, hey, I did this and I can be proud of it. Maurice, what do you think it is about uh, life as an educator that that leads us to, I mean, diminish our own capabilities or or, or believe that we're just uh, imposters in a world that expects so much of us? Well, I, you know, I think that I think that we're often told, don't celebrate your victories. That's just what you were supposed to do. So you kind of fluff those off, but then you you put so much pressure on yourself to accomplish things. So put the pressure to accomplish, but don't celebrate the accomplishment. Well, that's really backwards. So the key, if you ask me, is to become countercultural. To stop asking yourself what has been taught to me my entire life and ask yourself, what can I adopt now that makes me healthy when I reach my goals? So that essentially means establishing your values, establishing your mission, standing by it, and then when you reach accomplishments, celebrating the accomplishment so that it gives you more positive momentum to move into the next goal or the next mission of your life. It's countercultural, but it's not counterproductive. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I'm thinking, go ahead, Bree. Oh, no, I was just I was just sitting here reflecting. Um, it was actually, you know, really sitting with me. Um, just recently, I was awarded a fellowship with Scholastic. Mm. And I was thinking like, the, it's so cool. Like, it's great to share this and talk to people and to think that I can expand what I'm doing in literacy in my classroom to teachers, not only in Ohio, but, you know, nationwide. Um, and it's all because I really, I really love to read and I've always loved to read and I love sharing books and teaching kids how to read and how to love to read. 
Um, but getting uh, an accomplishment like that, like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like it's, it's, you know, it's okay. But it was like, you were just giving me like, okay, it's okay to talk about this and, you know, be excited that you can help other people and, you know, just achieve a goal that, you know, that you've had for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that is uh, remarkable about our Teach Better family and our Teach Better network is that uh, we love celebrating our accomplishments. Uh, small accomplishments, uh, small accomplishments uh, lead to greater and greater things. And uh, we're in a space tonight in the Sunday Weekly Warm Up, and all over the place. Whether you're joining us in our Facebook group or whether you're joining us on any of our uh, Teach Better uh, uh, podcasts, or Maurice is a member of the Teach Better Speakers Network. We hope that everyone watching and listening feels free to to share out their accomplishments. And, and I, I'm wondering too, Maurice, if that is, you know, that, that authenticity, cultivating that authenticity is one way to combat that imposter syndrome. You know, here I am, uh, here's what I stand for. Here's, you know, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to invite others. I'm going to be vulnerable and invite others to, uh, to weigh in and to support the things that I'm going through for better and for worse. Yeah, I think that vulnerability is a superpower. I mean, every think of this conversation we're having right now. None of the three of us are the same. We have three different skill sets and three different personality types. That's part of what makes a great interaction, a great communication, and great teamwork. And so I, I think that it has to do with lending yourself to leaning in and allowing people to just experience your greatness. Mm. We're not in competition for anything. That's That's the mistake we make. We're not competing with one another. None of us are trying to accomplish the exact same thing. What you're here to do is to be 100% you and to just bring your great gifts to the table. To If you have some weaknesses, which we all do, mm -hmm. well, you keep learning and you keep growing and you keep maturing in those areas. And if we work together, we find that we do better and <clears throat> we teach better in the end, right? Um, and here's the last thing I would say. I think this is important. Not enough people think about this. It's not what, uh, just about what we do. It's about what we become. Okay. So like, I know, I know Becky, you were talking about Becky and she's coming, right? Well, Becky has allowed herself to take some risks to say, listen, maybe I'm a person who's supposed to be off the beaten path. How do I become the best version of me who embraces science in such a fascinating way that when I walk into a room, the kids live, live science in a 3D way. They'd never get it any other way. That's personal development that becomes professional momentum and professional sparks. And we're all capable of that. I love that. More Maurice and uh, Brie, as we uh, wrap up our episode tonight, uh, Maurice, incredible sharing with our uh, network tonight. And I know that uh, those watching and listening are going to want to stay connected with you. What are some of the best ways they can do that? Sure. Well, first of all, find me online at Maurice F. Martin. And then you guys can, of course, find me on my website. You see it right there. The upper right hand corner, it says book Maurice now. So <laughs> if you want to bring me to your school, uh, maybe you guys want, want to bring me either virtually or to I can speak at uh, Look, there's even a speaker reel so you can Whoa. watch me in action, yep. although I'm pretty sure you're listening to me speak. So you either think <laughs> I sound like an idiot or I'm, or I'm bringing something good to the table. And usually I bring something pretty good to the table. So um, but I'd love to hear from you. You see my email in the upper corner there. Maybe you have a question about how you personally can get through imposter syndrome. I really do answer questions. I really do help people. I don't just try to get your money. I try to serve. Um, and so however I can serve our community, that's what I'm here for. 
Brianne, Maurice, this has been a fantastic episode. Uh, Brianne, what's coming to mind for you as you wrap up uh, tonight and uh, get ready for the week ahead? Oh, I just, I feel so lucky to be in this space with both of you. And I feel like I just feel at peace with going into this week with intention and just a uh, care for myself and for others. Really grateful too that, uh, We've uh, hit the nail on the head when it comes to uh, positivity uh, for a number of our viewers and our guests tonight uh, joining us live. And we hope that this uh, space is a positive one for you as you uh, make it part of your Sunday routine to get ready for your week ahead in education, no matter what your important role may be. Maurice F. Martin, Brianne Fennell, thanks so much for joining uh, all of us tonight. And we wish everyone a wonderful week ahead. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern for Teach Better Today each and every day. Our Teach Better Morning Show is live and local and bringing you the news, the weather, the, the traffic, you know, a little bit of Teach Better every day. Uh, Maurice and Bree, thanks so much for being with us tonight. Have a wonderful week ahead. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, thanks so much. Maurice. <laughs>